What the f is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. and welcome back to another episode of the unwaxed podcast with your favorite sisters sophia and sistine stallone this feels really weird i know i feel like i'm back in covid mode like quarantine mode you guys we aren't doing a video version of the episode this week sophia and i are currently sitting on our couch i'm staring at her you're kind of giving me Dwayne the rock johnson vibes with your chain excuse me why <laughs> is it Every time I wear a chain with a shirt, it doesn't matter what shirt it is, especially if it's a black shirt, she compares me to that photo of Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a turtleneck black shirt wearing it's a chain. It's the exact same You are chain. wearing a chain as well. No, but yours gives me The Rock vibes. Oh anyway, so this week, Sophia and I have been saying we feel just awful. Horrible. No sleep club another club another club. <laughs> sorry that's a tiktok trend i'm obsessed with tiktok now no we've been off i don't know if anyone else has been feeling their mood has been changing it's mercury it's in retrograde it's, but i don't think it is anymore actually i have some things to bring up about that oh so do i oh you do oh my god do i have updates for you guys i feel like all of last week was just l after l after yeah, l really. and then especially today you know, it was my birthday yesterday. Woohoo! Yep. Big two, three. Sophie and I were planning on recording on my birthday, and then we uh, decided that just absolutely. Absolutely. We can get into over. that more because there's a lot of stories I want to talk about for your birthday. But can I actually bring up, speaking of things being off, this morning I woke up happy, but also really sad. Why? I have literally. No idea. Sistine, mm. when I tell you, no, you don't have to feel bad for me. It's actually oh. hilarious. I'm watching TikToks and this couple pops up and they're so cute. And I start tearing up. I'm like, what is happening? And I don't know what it is. And I had enough sleep last night. So I know it's not lack of sleep. You I, know, I've been getting really emotional over things that I normally don't either. Yeah. It like was this so morning weird. I was watching a show and uh, the main character delivered a baby and it was her husband herself and the newborn in the hospital room and I started crying I was like what the fuck is this uh, it's so off and I was then sitting in my bed like thinking about it because first I caught I caught myself after tearing up and I go okay back up what's wrong with you and I was like are you stressed okay yeah I'm I think we're all a little bit stressed out on things maybe I'm tired from the weekend that played out um, am I being hard on myself? Is it because I'm lonely and I want to be with someone? Do you think it's mental how you're feeling or do you think it's like physically you don't feel good? No, I think it's mental. Definitely. I think lately we've actually been on a health grind. I mean, obviously this weekend exception, <laughs> cake and tequila. Doesn't count on your birthday. Doesn't Calories count. do well, not count. Well, it's not my birthday. I, <laughs> and I did just as much damage as you did, probably more so. But I think it was all mental. I just woke up and I, you know, some days you just feel off and then you start thinking about everything. And I was like, I'm single. It's not a big deal, but maybe I miss having someone in my life. She goes, I'm single. It's not a big deal, but, but I am crying about it, but I'm fine. But then I'm like, is it, is it work? Is it that I don't feel like I'm at the spot I'm supposed to be in now because it was just your birthday and 
I'm going to be 25. I was going to bring up your age. Sophia's been mentioning a lot that she's having a midlife crisis turning quarter. 25. Oh, quarter life crisis turning 25. Yeah, don't insult me with a midlife. That's 50. I, <laughs> she's turning 66 today. Um, no, I think you are completely overthinking it. Completely. You're doing it, everything you're supposed to be doing. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And I think a lot of people in their 20s yeah. put tons of unnecessary pressure on themselves yeah and you know if anyone else is feeling this way that they're not supposed they and i've always felt this way Sistine's always known this is probably one of my biggest insecurities is not feeling like i'm enough or i'm not in the position i should be everyone goes at their own pace Mm -hmm. and i have to remember that and i know i'm doing everything at the moment that i need to be doing um, I'm putting 110% effort into this podcast, into like relationships I have. We're doing it right. You know, we're moving yeah. out soon. We're taking the, the correct and steps. And there's exciting things coming up. And I know we keep saying that just in general, regardless if my dad's birthday is coming up or moving out soon. There's, there are some fun events coming. I just need to be, I think, less hard, more positive because, you know, also negative thoughts brings a negative energy and then it just spirals and you don't want that so i'm just gonna cut it off now yeah before it gets in my head that's why i started laughing after i was crying i was like sophia chill out maybe it's also the time of the month i think that's also (laughs) (laughs) let's throw that in there honestly yeah probably probably Probably. i think let's get back to the mercury and retrograde i have so many things i feel like that happened to me that was just absolutely heinous i don't know what's going on with I don't even know just the since being back in LA I just feel like people are at least the ones I've encountered are just very angry for example there. I was shopping for my birthday and I was in a store I'm not gonna say which store it was but I the, there's no no mask policy you can wear a mask or not wear a mask everyone in the store wasn't wearing a mask and I go up and I'm standing next to this girl. I'm probably four feet from her. Easily four feet. And she turns to me and starts screaming at me. We'll call her Karen. Her name is Karen. By the way, she didn't look like a stereotypical Karen. She turns to me and goes, do you mind backing off? Very aggressively. I was startled. I go, what do, you, what do you mean? Uh, I'm not that close to you. And she goes, I'm not even going to say what she said. It got very nasty. She used a lot of foul language. Since the won't say it, I'll preface. She was horrible. Like, so rude. When I say horrible, I mean, Sistine runs up to me and I'm on the side testing every single cream <laughs> possible. Tears I'm- <laughs> in my eyes. And as I'm testing the 12th cream on my hand, Sistine, her hands are shaking as she's coming up to me. You guys, she told me to then back the fuck off. And then she got in my face and put her finger in my face. And I was like, hold on, now you're coming up to me. And she was, she kept telling me to leave. And I said to her, I go, look, if you're uncomfortable, put a mask on. Right. I'm sorry. Put a mask on if you're uncomfortable. But I'm respecting the rules here. I'm keeping my distance from you. I have a right to be here just like you have a right to be here. And she did not like that. I wonder what cloud was hanging over her head and why she felt like she needed to take out on you. I feel like a lot of people always take it out on you. And then the other night, that girl came up to me when we were dancing. Oh, yeah. I accidentally touched her. And she goes, if you touch me again, I'll fight you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You have a very punchable face then, probably. What is going on? I don't know. I feel like you're 
you don't look for me. I don't think you're an easy target. No, nope. because you're no, you're you're good on the spot to like retaliate. And when Sistine told me this at the place when the girl was yelling at her, I I got heated. And my first instinct, which is probably not the smartest move, is to run up and start bulldogging someone. And Sistine thankfully stopped me because Sophia, I'll defend you. Sophia will defend me, and she will get in her face, and she will fight scrappy i will but the problem is you'll probably get hit in i'll the probably process. get hit <laughs> i'm actually shocked it hasn't happened i know <laughs> but i what is going on with people it's even know. driving people are cutting me off people are being so rude i'll let people in they don't just do the little wave nothing i know god just i don't know smile just just smile <laughs> just the snack that smiles back like, okay so goldfish <laughs> so dumb but speaking of the whole mercury and retrograde so i read on tiktok because that's where i get now all my sources of news i feel like that's (laughs) should we read a book maybe i I mean i did sign up for the wall street journal and i've how's that going for you once a week okay it was it was it was every day and now it's gone to tiktok is my main source of news and daily mail (laughs) the daily mail daily mail snapchat is my exactly that's my source of news and i feel like it's just making me a lot slow like just not there but regardless i read that venus is in leo and the reason why i'm bringing this up to you is because it's good news for you oh thank you so i don't know what that means by the way so i had to look it up (laughs) and venus this is all i know astrology everyone's probably like rolling their eyes but just to give a quick background Venus, I think, is the house of, like, love, relationships, communication, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's in Leo. So that means from your birthday till July something, everything is heightened. So if you have a Leo rising, a Leo moon, anything in your your astrology that has Leo in it, this is, like, very special for you is because everything is heightened. Like, relationships, romance, communication. For me. Very fiery. Everything's, like, go-getting. Um, making the first move is exactly how you should go into things. It's all positive. Oh, this it's is very great. like hot and awesome. And so I was reading, I was like, Oh, Sistine, there's, that's a good way to kick off your birthday. It started June 27th. Uh, no way. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I love it. I right? need some of that energy in my life. I'm not going to lie. I took, I took an L on the birthday weekend. You have a Leo moon, right? You do I have know no this. idea. Yes, you do. I've read your astrology like 400 times. Sophia, I don't know these things off the top of my head. Oh my, it makes me so disappointed because I feel like you do. Ah! You're lying. I'm going to call you out now. You definitely On know. my life, I could not tell you a single other thing other than me just being a cancer. I have no idea. She's shaking her head disappointed. To say I'm disappointed is an understatement, but okay. That means you weren't really listening to me then. Well, I like with I like the updates. I appreciate the updates. Um, should we talk about my birthday? Sure. Speaking of birthdays, it was just your birthday on Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. but we celebrated Saturday. And what a wild night that was! You guys, I I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I hate my birthday, and not because I don't like. The love that I got. And I feel like I got a lot of love this year. You definitely I felt, did. I felt extremely loved and I was really lucky looking back on it. Very, very lucky. But I'm one of those people that just I hate the attention on my birthday. That being said, I strive to seek attention every single day throughout the year. 
But on my birthday, I just don't like the attention. And also, I feel like there's this weird expectation that everyone has on their birthday that it's going to be the most fun day or you're going to get all of these messages and you're going to hear from people and they're going to tell you how much they love you. And then when that doesn't happen, you just feel completely and utterly destroyed. I feel like you put that pressure on yourself. Yeah, I do. You see birthdays as a symbolism for how many friends you have or how much yeah attention you can get or how what people are going to say about your birthday and like if you can invite them if you don't want to invite mm-hmm. them and um it's really it doesn't need to be that complex but you get so this chick gets so freaking anxious a week before her birthday i get it so is, anxious she gets snappy she gets just sent, it's just i get it because it's it, here's the thing for me it's hard because I I want to have a fun night and I want to invite the people that are going to have fun and I don't want any drama. But this year I feel like it was a little bit different for me than than previous years. I've always had, you know, a big group of friends with me and it was always a really great night out. But all of my friends from, you know, high school and college, they're everyone spread out over the country. I feel like I was only able to have, you know, one of my girlfriends there and then it was majority Sophia and Scarlett's friends. And it was, I don't really know. For anyone that feels like they don't have a lot of friends, I'm with you. It's it's just, yeah, I think, I don't know. See, Chime in, please, Sophia. No, I know. I w- no, I like to hear what you're saying because that this is something like I just went on a ramble about how I felt about not being somewhere in life. And this is something that you feel about your birthday. And everyone has their insecurity or their way of thinking about things. And I feel like many, many people can relate to you more than you actually think. And for me, this is where I'm going to contradict you is I don't think a birthday necessarily means you have to have your, yes, if you have your best friends around, amazing. But I think what makes a birthday special and what makes it specifically fun Mm -hmm. is if you invite quality people that you know are going to make it the best time, regardless if you're a thousand percent close with them or you know them as acquaintances and yes we had because the scenes friends were all over the country we had some of my girlfriends that love her just the same and scarlet's friends or just one um it made it such a special time because not one person in that group was lacking and when i say everyone danced till 3 a.m oh um, my god wow we went to dinner and that was fun we went with the parents we went with the sisters and my cousin we had drinks, we ate, and then we went to the next place because that's where you go to have some more drinks. And this is where Scarlett branched off with her girlfriend because, you know, we can't have our little sister going to bars with us, of course. She's underage. And it's just the night. I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like everything was seamless, but also super chaotic. I told Sophia at the beginning of the night, you know what? I'm not going to take a shot. We don't need to do that. Let's just have a few mixed drinks. Sophia says, and I quote, I'm going to have one mixed drink at dinner, two at the pregame, and none at the club. I planned it out. Do you guys think any of those expectations, like none of that happened? Actually, I didn't take, I think I only took one shot the whole night. I took one shot, two shot, red shot, blue shot. I took you had so to. Many. It, I was like, Sistine, if you don't get the drunkest out of the group on your birthday oh, man. i will be so upset and she succeeded and i'm oh, so proud of her she oh, persevered we went to the club after and that definitely 
just took a turn. It was just, that was wild. That was weird. That was super weird. I feel like I met a lot of interesting people. Um, A lot of people thought I was sad or angry because I wasn't. You did seem like it. I was kind of annoyed at you. I was trying to explain to them that I was sort of at the level that I was just so calm. I don't know why. I was so calm and I was having a great time, but everyone didn't think that I was drinking at all. The reason why it doesn't make sense is we're at a club and there is not one area I think open. I was just focused. And it was <laughs> blasting music, dancing, flashing lights. And Sistine is just zoning out into space. And I'm like, what is wrong with this girl? But I was funny because I was thinking just about like how the night started even. This is, can I just explain like how even just my night started? Um, so for the first time, I just decided, I was like, you know what? In honor of Sistine's birthday, I'll just oh. get up and get ready a little bit more. My God. There, I've never used this out before. And this obviously explains why this happens because I didn't know how to use it. I put hair extensions in. Um, and they looked, I thought they looked good at first. I was <laughs> like, so wow, fun. they're long. I think I hit them. I have a question for you. Did you put on these extensions in the dark? <laughs> I'm serious. First of all, did not blend them at all no. with your real hair. First first mistake, I curled my hair and then put them in. Second mistake, <laughs> the color easily three shades lighter than your actual hair. <laughs> easily. So it was like you see her <laughs> you saw her natural hair and then you saw three inches of like white blonde <laughs> coming out from underneath. And, and so we're walking to the restaurant and Sophia goes, can you see it? Does it look bad? And you and Scarlett give me this such annoying face well, and I can just tell it looks like shit. I'm like, can you please fix it? And instead of going to the bathroom, we start fixing it at the table. Everyone around me is seeing that I'm pulling out long strands of hair. I could not be so bad. There was, uh, I didn't want to, t- I didn't so want to tell you this, but there was one girl who was sort of sitting at the table oh, I saw next it. to us and oh. she started laughing. Oh, I saw. Oh, you saw. Oh yes. Like right in front of us. Yeah. She's like sitting so like, in the So I closed the shirt. curtain on her because I, I don't know. laugh at my she sister. Laugh. Yeah. Cause I looked like an idiot and the, oh my God. And then the guy, when we were walking in, the major D said, stop petting her like a dog. Cause you guys were like <laughs> tapping down my hair. And so we fixed it. Thankfully, and actually, once I got to uh, the the bar and my girlfriends were there, they were complimenting me on my hair. They're like, "Oh, it looks real." I'm like, "Thank God!" Thank but God. you're like, "It's just dark in I here." I literally and drunk. said, "I am never doing this again." I hate it. I don't know how girls do it. It just hurts my head, and it just feels uncomfortable because I can't brush it, I can't move it around, and I'm like, I'm a hair toucher. Yeah. Like yes. I, if Sissy knows, like that's kind of my nervous tick. Is like I'll always Sophia mess with her hair. Will touch her hair every. 12 to 15 seconds throughout the night it's so funny but another thing that happened that was funny was when we got home we jump out of the car this is about three in the morning we jump out of the car Sophia sprints to the front door for some reason I'm tired it's three but then you start screaming something while you're holding my cat no I said I'm going to bed good night that's all I said oh is that what you said yes (laughs) and for some reason I stop in my tracks and I go, get 
over here. Yeah, she's like, get outside. I'm like, what the fuck? So I kind of like stroll over to her. And Sophia comes over to me. And I don't know why, but every fiber in my body told me, take her down. And when I say I took her down. You guys, she took me the fuck down. She jumped on me like bear clawed me and instead of me going backwards i went forwards my knees everything landed in grovel my knees are so bruised my foot is bruised i have no idea where i got this super strength from i don't know what the hell but i did. lifted her and basically threw her threw over my shoulders ground. and smacked her into the gravel for no reason and i thought it was so funny and then she wouldn't let go and i'm stuck on the <laughs> ground i couldn't get up so i had to have someone but help I was me up laughing so hard i couldn't even stand back up so then we decide let's go to sophia's room because i still wanted to annoy her some more and she's like get out of here and i said i wasn't done with you right we're not done we thought now seems like a good time to start reciting all of our old ad sponsors from our, pod- from our podcast <laughs> all of the old ones that used to have us and for some reason at 3 30 in the morning we found this hilarious and not only that then we decided since the olympics are coming back on and gymnastics is yep. starting that we would practice we have a routine so we had a routine we did some round offs we, we did some front flips we did some back bends yep just just her and i i i keep saying this if there was a camera on us this night would have been the greatest episode of it all time. It would have been great. It was hilarious. It was so funny. Oh, speaking of um, my last word on birthdays. I know a few episodes no, back. But I what? also think we should mention like what made it a good birthday. Because I feel like. Oh, yeah. Right. Because like what are tips? Because I, I, I said this to mom. I'm like, it ended up being a really great day. And she's like, oh, what do you think made it fun? And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Like what makes a party fun? Okay. I feel like every year, every time we have a party, there's always some kind of drama. Or, or there's year. always maybe one or two people in the group that sort of don't want to drink or don't want to have as much fun mm-hmm. or or want to go home early or sort of just bring the mood down for whatever reason. Right. If you don't have those people there, that changes the entire That's mood true. of the night. Because it's hard when you... Obviously, you don't, you're not going to let one person affect you, but it's hard when you want to make sure everyone is having an equal amount of fun and mm-hmm. when one person is it it just affects everyone else yeah what do you think it was i think i think yeah i completely agree i think the number one thing is making sure the group is big but small full of people that are there to celebrate you and have a good time yeah. i think too you need one person there that can release some of the pressure off you that was for Sophia. your birthday and that was me and Sistine does it for me for my birthday maybe that's your best friend maybe it's your sister or your brother or whoever it is maybe it's your mom just someone there where that you can actually release and just have a good time and not feel like you have to be pressured because you know I've had birthdays where like I was more in control of what was going on and at the end of the day I was just exhausted and it wasn't exhausted from partying it was just exhausted from making sure everyone was good everything was set everything was paid for and it's not not fun Mm -hmm. like that's not enjoyable you're you're being a host hosting is nice but it's exhausting so i think that having that one person that you can just bounce on and they can release some of the pressure perfect um and i think also go into something that you genuinely have fun doing don't choose a club because everyone is saying a club yeah choose what you feel your best and maybe that is 
going to a bar and keeping it a simple night. You say, hey, everyone, we're going to this bar. Let's all meet there, have drinks and have a good time. People love that. And then you can invite more people. Yeah. Maybe that's a small dinner. Do that and then get some wine Yeah, definitely not setting too high of an expectation for how you want the night to be so it just doesn't disappoint you later on. Absolutely. The company was so great. It was a great night. Sophia was the best hostess ever. Thank you. And you do the same for me when it's mine. But yeah, that's always what it is. So do the thing that makes you feel the best. Have the people around you that are the best and make sure you have one person there that can relieve some of the duties off you. So what were you saying before though? This might be an unpopular opinion. Just putting it out there. How do you, what are your thoughts on birthday text messages? What are your thoughts? Because you get so many. I don't know if anyone has listened to a couple episodes ago, but Sistine and I brought this up when we had our, oh, it's our Toxic Girl Summer episode. And this is probably why. (laughs) Maybe it's not a good idea now. But we were bringing up if you should text your ex on their birthday. I'm not even talking about that. Are you just talking about in general? Yeah. Well, do you? Copy and paste pre-written birthday messages, Sophia. Yes. You're such an asshole. Do you? Do you? If you think I didn't copy a really nice response to these birthday messages, yes. I'm okay. going to say yes, I okay. did. Okay. If anyone doesn't do this, start doing it. Saves you a lot of time. But if you have a great nice message that is well worded and it's mm-hmm. sweet and and you feel this way about someone why not if it's my best recycle it exactly if it's my best friend no i take the time and i sit there and i write a really nice well thought out message because it's easy for me but when it's someone that i'm not super close to mm-hmm. and maybe i'm too lazy most of the time i'm honestly just lazy and i don't really feel like it but i feel like even more so i do the same with responses for like when it's my birthday yes like, do you just copy and paste the response it's i feel bad i know i feel bad a bit after i send it but you know it's i'm like the the grinch know. of birthdays yeah i'm like bah humbug i just i feel like texting just i i don't know it's what you're into phone calls now i think i got you into facetiming people. you did get me into facetiming more. especially guys especially with would guys. you ever just facetime a guy with no text warning them just call them out of nowhere now so yeah i used really? to not be like that yeah i used to never be like that and i i realized that it's really not that big of a deal it's not i think it's a shock factor in the beginning if the guy's not used to it but i think that they appreciate it in the end because it no one likes to text for 12 hours but back to your birthday thing my yeah i do recycle and i hate i think the worst thing someone can do though is when they write the same message to you every single year and they don't even put consideration no, to your other messages. This is the best. What? When you don't text someone except for each other's birthdays. Exactly. So all of the chain of messages, if you go up, are just happy birthdays to each other. I'm it like, is, are we friends? No, Should we go out? There's or, or, so many instances. So many. So many where I, on my birthday, I'll look up and it's just seven years in a row of the same person and the only thing we say to each other is happy birthday i hope hope you're doing well miss you it's the only point like at this point you don't really need need to to do do it but then you feel guilty because the person probably did it for you and so you do it for them it's like one of you guys needs to just break off this chain because there's absolutely no relationship here if you're just saying that yes um but going back to 
what we were discussing a few episodes back on our mm-hmm. toxic girl summer episode which we've decided to stop doing that because after a week of trying to be toxic um just just a mess Wait, it's not funny because i wrote down this on um, my notes i wrote i feel like we're fit manifesting the wrong things we definitely <laughs> are i think we wanted drama and gossip and all this stuff but i'll give you guys a prime example right now and we've mentioned this before on the show I feel like we give the wrong advice a lot, <laughs> and but we're owning it. We know that we do. A few episodes back, we talked about whether you should text your ex yeah. on their birthday. And we said 100% hell yes. <laughs> now, now, I feel like this show, we do a lot of trial and error for you guys. Um, and I have a, a, a progress report to share. <laughs> I texted my ex on his birthday. I am here to tell you not to do that. (laughs) Save yourself the crushing ego you will have. Don't do it. Just don't because newsflash, they probably won't respond. And you know what? Thank you so much to see for doing that for me because now I know that I'll never do it. Here's the thing. If they wanted to hear from you, they would text you. Yeah, that's true. No need to reach out first, ladies and gentlemen. No need to want to be the one to extend the olive branch. But that's it. You, here's the difference. And the guy, when we said that we would text our exes, he was like, you're playing games. You're like, that's, that's just not nice. Your intention wasn't rude. My intention of texting exes is never because I want to, make them feel bad i i honestly like i i respect everyone i used to date so i i never exactly you know what i'm saying so i feel like you know what they were a part of my life so i don't think that's a bad thing to reach out and say happy exactly. birthday but i think I, it's strange the idea of spending a huge chunk of your young life so far with someone basically as your best friend mm-hmm. for a year plus and you're just completely cutting them out of your I life think it's weird so for me when i say I want to text an ex on their birthday it's more so let's still be friends I would hate to have any bad blood or animosity towards anyone I don't think we have one problem with a guy yes from that we've dated or we're dating or whatever it is just because we're not those people that like I think you should never leave things unspoken about or have any conflicts and that's why we usually just feel comfortable doing it because we're like okay you know they're they shouldn't have a reason to hate us in the first place yep um, but apparently they do. So just, so <laughs> just yeah, do just, just a little update. Please don't do it. Think about me if you're going to do it and just say, oh, Sistine took a fat L with that one. Let's not, fat let's L. not feel the same way. Oh, I, so I think Sistine mentioned that LA now we, we don't have to wear masks anymore unless you, you want to and you don't feel comfortable if you're vaccinated, whatever. Um, I think that everyone that I thought was hot that was wearing a mask is a catfish. Is it just me? Hear me out. But were people hotter when you were just staring into their eyes? 1000%. I know that sounds weird, but like I met so many people, whether it was at the grocery store or out shopping or going for a walk, and I would just see their eyes and I was like, wow, they're really attractive. I'll tell you why. And they take down their mask for a second. No. no I'll tell you why. Because you can't see the rest of their face, I feel like our brain 
sort of conjures up an image of what we think that they're going to look like. So we just automatically assume, oh, that guy's a stud. Well, I, you know what it is though? I, you've read studies that, okay, there's this thing called, um, I read about it, tantric, um, I said, did I write it down? It's tantric eye gazing. So Mm. basically before I even get into that, there's some sort of like intimacy when you're staring into someone's eyes and you're talking to them. Think about it. Like when you only can look at their eyes, like normally when you're looking at someone's face, you'll look at their ears or their nose, their lips, like you can look at everything else. But when you're really looking into someone's eyes, there's just like this, it's sexual. It's It's, a pull. Yeah, it's a pull. And so I feel like that's why someone looks hotter. And that's why people always say like, look at someone in the eyes when you're speaking to them because it's more intimate. But what I was saying before, um, I was reading about this and it's a Hindu Buddhist um, philosophy. And what people do is they'll just stare into each other's eyes for like four minutes straight. Uh And people have done this on YouTube where they'll stare into each other's eyes and it's like testing to see if you'd fall in love. But it's a way to like build this sexual and spiritual connection. Like I tell you right now, if I stared into your eyes, if we sat together and didn't say anything, for three minutes. You telling me I'm gonna have a sexual gravitation no, towards you? No, gross. I mean, I feel like we're just it'll be intimate. Like we'll probably like probably cry. I don't probably know. make but out. Sestina, <laughs> God, it's as friends. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Sophia? So no, but you know, I, I've I've never done that. I feel like I've heard couples doing that where they just sit with each other and stare. And sometimes people start crying. Some people start laughing. No some way. Start, yeah. Do you think you could actually sit there? For four minutes, silent. Okay, okay. With a guy without laughing. No, I think in the beginning. I would die. I, this is what people said. They said that in the beginning you start laughing for the first thirty seconds, minute because it's uncomfortable. You're, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. I, anyone that has a boyfriend or girlfriend out there, or whoever they're dating, please do this for me and let me know if this works. Stare into your partner's eyes for three minutes straight. You can blink. Do not talk. Don't move, just crisscross applesauce, look into their eyes and tell me what happens because I've heard that you can fall in love with someone. Actually, you're, you're unlocking memories from me right now. I remember I took a class, a psychology class in college and it was about intimacy with, with man and woman and how it, how it works. And our teacher would make us do these um, experiments, I guess you would call them, or tests, and we would she'd pair us up with someone and we'd have to do the staring into their eyes for two minutes. And then there'd be yeah. one where we hug them for three minutes and don't say anything. And the whole time kids were laughing. And I was really trying to take it seriously because my partner was kind of cute. But <laughs> she's grasping on tight. I'm, I remember I was looking in my partner's eyes and I'm thinking he's thinking what I'm thinking. I'm like, you feel this too? And he's like, no. He's like, cool, cool, cool. But, but it really is, I'm telling you right now, I guarantee you the hugging, maybe the eye thing, it got the energy changes. And that's the problem. It's like, I feel like we were all having mini, um, like tantric eye. Or maybe you just were, I don't think, don't throw me in the loop here. We all, all no, no, no. (laughs) Everyone, everyone was having some subtle form of tantric eye gazing. For the last year and a half, and now it's all gone, and I'll now what the sexual tension's broken. I think you're just dying for sexual tension, period. So you're looking into people's eyes like, no. you feel this too? You know, <laughs> I, I actually was thinking this. I give up. I am letting... Okay. No, it's not like that. I am not forcing things anymore. I'm not going to stare. I am just going to do what I need to do, because every time I push for something... 
just like I'm doing recently, and I probably shouldn't force things again, and I'm doing it. I think I just need to just let go a bit. Like, I need to not prioritize it. I don't know. I just... I agree. But I also hate when people tell me, it's when you're not looking and when you least expect it that they're going to come around. I'm like, I don't want that. I want to be prepared. I want to make sure I look good. And I want to make sure I got dialogue in my head ready to go. I don't want to be caught off guard here. You want a whole... You want a whole setup. You want a whole yeah script ready to go i want the outfit to be on point i want fair you know the push-up bra to be on it's got to be right yeah now see if i'm picking up groceries no makeup on messy bun not exactly the vibe and you know what actually people have said they're like oh um it's when you're least expecting it and i matched with him and i didn't think it was going to turn out good and it worked out that's that's not just like not forcing it that that's dating app totally is forcing on it. a dating app to date you're paying to meet you're someone. Pay- <laughs> you are literally paying to meet someone how is that unexpected he just showed up that's no annoying. it's an algorithm that puts you guys together because you're within 10 miles of each other thank you so much i, I was it makes me so many people have said this it's like I was on the app. I wasn't, I mean, look, I, by the way, no shade into anybody, by the way, please no shade. I'm yeah, just, like, this is I'm, coming for the girls that have been on three different types of dating Yeah, apps, don't, no so. shade. I'm just like going to spill it here. They say that like, I wasn't really looking. I just got on it super quick. I swiped and it worked. And maybe we didn't like, it didn't work out for like three months because we couldn't get our schedule aligned or I wasn't answering. He wasn't answering, but then it suddenly just worked out. No, it didn't just suddenly work out. You are putting the energy out there to date just like you telling your girlfriend, set me up with someone today. And maybe you met them at a bar with the girlfriend you were with. And you're like, oh, that's my boyfriend's friend. That's putting it out there. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just so saying. Scared. Me? <laughs> Anyone else so scared? Right? <laughs> so when I say I'm not forcing it, I'm saying no dating apps. I'm not going to keep talking about it. You're not going to answer DMs? No, I don't have any cool DMs. You get the coolest DMs. Sophia. Sistina. Just because Salt Bay slid in one time four years ago does not mean I get cool DMs. Sistina, when the same guy that's cool DMs both of us, doesn't even count either. Which one was that? The singer. Yeah, that was gnarly. Neither one of us were into it anyways. (laughs) But um, great music though. I... I just, you know, that's what I mean by not forcing it because I feel like I'm just trying so hard to like try every single way that I can, but but maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Hmm? Maybe you have to put some pressure onto it, but not think about it all the time. Like I, I'm just trying to, is there ever going to be a healthy balance though of not putting too much pressure and not thinking about it? Cause I feel like coming from you, especially Miss overthinker, there's no, there's no, minimal overthinking with you it's it's either full on or or not at all very true it's either i'm giving you zero time a day or i'm giving you my attention you know what i want i don't know if this is too much to ask can't i just be in the movie bridget jones's diary like that's all i want wait what why would you want to be in hers have you seen the movie Yes, many, many times. I wouldn't say that would be my first choice of what movie I would want to be in romantically. Well, what would you choose? Um, Two guys, hot, fighting over her. I'll tell you what mine would be. 
This means war. So toxic. You would Sistina, say that. Tell me right now. Tell me right now. You guys, if no one's seen it, go see it. Reese Witherspoon, Chris Pine, and why am I blanking on his name? Super cute. He Absolute was in, cheese you know, no, no, ball no, no, movie. You know, who's the, the hot guy that you're obsessed with? That um, Tom Hardy. He's in it. So you have two agents, super agents, fighting over one girl. And they're both going all out. And they're both obsessed with her. And they're fighting over her. And at the end, she gets to choose who she wants. She Did chooses she Chris choose? Pine. Uh, I would have shown the opposite. Mistake. I would have I would have still gone out with Chris Pine. Fight for me. Fine. Give me, give me the couple months. But in the end, I would have chosen Hardy. But mm. I would choose that movie of guys defending me. But taking me on so dates, toxic. giving me the best. This means experience. war. That this just means tells it all. In this the title. means war would be my fantasy romantically. Yours is Bridget Jones. Speaking of diary, a guy cheats on her. Yeah, but it's realistic. Sistine, <laughs> she literally. Wait. <laughs> speaking of diary, really fast, because I'm gonna pick up on that. <laughs> do, do you like journal still? Okay. No, but when I'm in my fields, I really need to get something out. Yes, but I've been like writing down more things I want in life. Is it super embarrassing to call your journal a diary and we're just journaling it now? We're just going to call it journaling? I know. I used to... <sighs> like, I'm going to write in my diary. Is that I just so embarrassing? Oh, but what, are you journaling now or diarying? No, I thought this would be really funny way back when, when we started doing the podcast to open up our old <gasps> journals and just read what we wrote from years ago oh my god because i was cleaning out my room and i found mine and the shit that i wrote in it acting like such a little sad girl it's hysterical that's so funny mine's more like i have so much introspection and depth and oh, I gotta there's read this. so much more emotion and me thinking about my future with like a person or yeah, and then it's so emotional. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I read back and I start laughing. It's hysterical. I'm like, I was such a... I don't even know. I know. But I, the thing is, is like, I feel... There's no shade onto it because when you journal, obviously the, the whole point is to get your emotions out. So it's you're at your most extra self. No, see, it's... We're hating on it because we can't do it successfully. I know, so we're I'm like a little bit envious. Like, I would love to do what some people do and they journal every morning just to get their thoughts out. I don't have the attention span for that. Do you want to hear the cutest thing I just remembered? Yeah. Speaking of journaling, I saw this on TikTok. Once again, I'm probably going to reference a lot of things from TikTok. But this girl was like, I gave my boyfriend my journal. and I, I saw this. She, so this girl wrote in a journal for 365 days since she started the first day she was with her boyfriend. And for their year anniversary, she gave him the journal. And she wrote every single day. And it was about them. It was about what they were doing, what she was thinking about. And he was just reading in the middle of it and just started tearing Dude. up. It was probably one of the sweetest committed. That is committed. Because fair, I have a question. By the way, there are days I know I would be mad at him and I would probably write something not I was going nice. to say, I have a question. On day 48, how are you so sure that this guy is like the one you're going to end up with for a year? Think about it. That's a lot of effort. Would what you about, like the first 10 days? Is that like know? a little bit weird? Well, are we just pessimistic that relationships are going to end after two weeks? Yes. Yeah. Because they normally do. Yeah, but it's not us. It's them. 
Of course, it's always of course, them. obviously, of course. But if a guy Not did that us for overthinking you, it. <laughs> if a guy did that for you, what would you do? Oh, I would break down. I would think that would be the most thoughtful thing because then it would show that they really did consider that this would be something long term, and they were put. It's an investment. They invested their time that's, to sit and write. That's I, a rom com right. movie moment. I honestly would be. It would be one of those moments where you would look back on, even if you weren't with them anymore, and you'd say. I remember when I had a guy write for 365 days a letter for me every single day. I would say, have my children. You would just say that? Just on the spot. You know, I wish I had more of those moments. I want, I wish I had more of those moments where I could say, like, mom has some fun things when she was growing up and she had dates or like some things that she would go like, I remember this one time Mm -hmm. this happened. Like, I love those. I feel like you have those moments. I also just feel like it's a different generation of men. It is different. We're at, I don't know. Maybe we're just, I, I have a really good feeling for you though. Me? Being 25. I don't know why. I keep thinking, you keep getting worried about quarter life crisis, but I think 25 is going to be a huge year for you. Thank relationship you. wise, work wise. Are you being serious or are you just trying to make me feel better? You're such an asshole. What the <laughs> frick, Sophia? I'm never nice. And then the times that I am, you question because, it. Can I tell you guys something? A couple of days ago, I just wanted to hug Sistine because I love her. Oh, write about want- it in your diary, Here, Sophia. You know how nice this is? So look what she's doing right now. I just wanted to hug her. She flinched and she got defensive and she wouldn't hug me back. I said, can you hug me back? There has to be people out there that relate to me that just don't like being touched or hugged. No, I don't like like PDA and stuff, but I love hugging my sister just like I like hugging you, but you don't like to hug me. So I don't hug anybody. And that's why. Buster's Go my favorite. Go hug your boyfriend. Buster, I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, You're such an ass. <laughs> wait, no. Um, I'm just sleepy. Wait, can I actually tell you something? <laughs> I'm speaking of like love you because I would thank you for saying that because I I hope I I do have a good, I think 25 actually might be my age. Stop laughing. I do think it might be my age, but um, I'm not peaking though, guys. When I was doing my story for you on Instagram for your birthday, it got me super sensitive and nostalgic and i was glad when you were out of the house and i was making it because i realized how much i do with you we do everything everything together. together and honestly like you i think about this all the time like i always say you only need one friend and like i only need you like i think about every single aspect of my Bro. life and like if you guys are always worried about like i don't have enough friends and i don't have this like that's certainly something that i've been worried about a lot and sophia is like you know what bro we got each other dude we have each other like if you have that one friend like i was looking at everything sustain i've done yes we have sisters who are sitting around each other 24 7 but we work together we eat together we sleep together we work out together we talk about relationships we do karaoke together we go like every single thing we do costume matchings together like it's never not with each other i know when, when chris medina told us the psychic on the last episode that we'd start pursuing different careers and paths and and going Mm -hmm. down just different roads i was like so we're not gonna work together all the time anymore that's what i thought i was like already damn like by the end of the year already we're not gonna do stuff together and it's so weird like obviously i make i want you to do your own things and i because we both have different ambitions um and passions but i mean like it's way more fun when we get to do it together like when we get to do photo shoots together when we get to travel together when we get to do podcasting or whatever it is it's just like better it's so good yeah it's so good thanks for saying that but you're welcome i love you honestly you gotta catch me when i'm tired that's when i'm the nicest are you tired right now 
I have not been sleeping. Can I say this really I quick? Sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent. The day of Sistine's birthday, we, we went out on Saturday. That night before, all of us collectively had a grand total, me specifically, zero hours of sleep. Have you guys ever had one of those nights where you close your eyes and it your body just feels awake the entire night? I watched two movies. I read a book. I did yoga. I showered. I literally did everything. Nothing worked. And I was running with a fever. I was angry. I was I honestly, mom told me I was she almost asked me not to go out the night of your birthday. Yeah, because I was running a monster. No, no. I was running with a like a hundred and one fever. Like I was feeling horrible. But I was like, so so I said to mom, no, I'm committed. I'll take Tylenol and I'll go. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I would have been so sad if you didn't come. But yeah, I've been I've been trying to do this new thing at night because I swear the second my head hits the pillow, my brain decides just to kick on and I start thinking about every single person I've had a conversation with. I'm just thinking about dumb stuff to keep me awake at night. So I thought maybe I'll do the thing that everyone recommends. I'll start meditating. So I've been doing this. What did you like medicating? What did you think I was going to say? I saw Netflix put out one for, I think it's associated with Headspace. Headspace. Right. So I started doing that, but I ended up really liking the animations and they kept keeping me up. And I thought, you know what? Maybe (laughs) did you say the animations were just entertaining you. So you stayed up to watch the animations. I didn't want to miss it. They were really cute. And it was almost like a little baby video. Yeah. I used to have the Headspace app. They have all this. So listen, I decide I got to try something different. Let me download the Calm app. And I didn't realize that they had certain celebrities that basically do the, the meditation yeah. and, and put you to sleep. Now, I just so happened to find my all-time celebrity crush on the call map now you tell me i'm gonna play it for you right now you tell me if this sexy man's voice will help you go to sleep or keep you awake keep you awake (laughs) okay listen to this i want to hear it let me just find it my name is killian and welcome to my sleep story Uh tonight we take a trip across my home country of Ireland. Oh, the way he said Ireland. I mean, I was up for another two hours. <laughs> just thinking about his voice. I would just stay up the whole night thinking about him. I left an angry review for the calm up. I said, this is not okay. This is not okay. This is turning me on, not turning me off. <laughs> about to do that other M thing. <laughs> I haven't tried any of the, um, the celebrity apps. I definitely don't think that would keep me calm i feel like i would just actually be entertained hearing their sleep stories that's what i'm saying i was like i want to hear about your your home country i feel like if we ever or we won't be but if you're ever offered to do the calm app we won't our voices are so ugly guys tell me right now if this sounds good hello and welcome to the calm app today i'm gonna tell you my sleep story (laughs) this is what you sound like hello welcome to the let me try again hello and welcome to the calm app Today, I'm Sophia Stallone. Tomorrow, wait. <laughs> Today, I'm Sophia. Tomorrow, Today, I'm, Sophia. I'm else. Tomorrow, I'm your worst nightmare. I Sleep well. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip girl. girl. Oh, geez. But 
No, I, I don't think I have that soothing of a voice. But I'd love to do animation. So if anyone wants me to do an animation, specifically Sweetie. Rick and Morty, give me a role. No one's going to write in for that. <laughs> you never know. I'm going to manifest it. I will be doing animation That's a, That should be our new thing. Every time we insult someone, it should be like, oh, journal about it. Oh, journal about it? <laughs> write it in your diary. Why did you cry about it in your diary? Um, you guys, just a reminder of how to get your questions answered for our unsolicited advice segment make sure you go to the apple podcast page and leave your question in the ratings and review section of course give us those five stars you know four is fine but five would be lovely thank you and then no pressure no pressure but five (laughs) and leave your question in the ratings and review section that is the only way we are going to read it um let's kick it off this one is from jojo photography and it's titled Breakup Help. This person wrote, Hi, beautiful people. Thank you for keeping me entertained every day to and from work. I love how natural and real this podcast is. Oh, thank you. I'm going through a breakup from a long-term relationship that came completely out of the blue. Throughout the relationship, it had been nothing but happiness, so I'm completely caught off guard and sad. I'm contacting to see if you have any ideas on how to get my mind off of things and have fun again. I'd love advice from two sweet girls who are the same age as I am. I'm 24. Thank you for providing a distraction and good vibes. First of all. Thank you. I'm going to actually write about this in my diary because this was so sweet. Thank you for listening. Honestly, it means the world whenever Sophie and I read reviews like this. Mm Mm-hmm. We work so hard on the show. So when you guys give any positive feedback, it just, it means sometimes we so. never, re- honestly, you never really know on this side how people ch- like truly feel about it. And when you guys share that, it, it's it just, worth it. it. Means yeah. a, oh my gosh. I think, I think Sophia, you're more well equipped to answer this question because you have more recently been in a long-term relationship breakup than me. One thing I've learned about relationships that I have to start doing better at is being a hundred percent honest and communicate. And I know people always say this, but you guys, when I say communicate, I mean, really express how you're feeling. If you're not feeling great about the relationship, if you're not feeling great about yourself, if there's something going on, it is 10,000 times better to let your partner know and not keep them in the dark. So you can prevent things like this. I know that I've been in these situations. Sistine has too. And it's just not fair to the other person. It's not fair to yourself. It's just. But I think in terms of trying to sort of find happiness again, after feeling like completely caught off guard in this situation, especially when your heart is involved. The only advice that I think I can give is just to confide and the people around you that love you and support you and and talk it out. Do not bottle things inside. It's only going to get worse. And to, again, sort of go back to just distracting yourself. I, I know it's hard, but time will heal all wounds. And that's the only thing you can do is just sort of... It, it's hard to give advice because everyone sort of goes at their own pace in life. And everyone mm-hmm. heals at a different pace. And it might be hard to see them on social media going out having fun i personally think mute them hide them out of sight out of mind yeah and just work on bettering yourself when the problem is when you get broken up with 
is that you keep going back and forth like why 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 and you go back and you ask them questions and you want you're more living scenario reliving it and that is what's going to keep you in the loop all over again you're going to have this horrible cycle so the first step is to go you think about the situation cry about it feel horrible you're allowed to feel your feelings definitely cry let it out but do not sit in a dark hole of your own sorrow because that honestly isn't going to help you it's it's certainly not going to make you feel better in any way something sophia and i like to do that sort of just is a little bit of a pick-me-up when we're not feeling our best is we'll get ready we'll put makeup on we'll put a cute outfit on even if it's to stay at home or go for a walk around the neighborhood just try to do Mm -hmm. things that make you feel your best know your worth i think also seeing it from your partner's point of view because right now it might be really hard to understand where they're coming from at all and seeing it as okay maybe he's dealing with something that he just physically can't or emotionally cannot handle being in a relationship with me anymore for whatever reason knowing that you did nothing wrong and you gave a hundred percent of your heart and your happiness and your time and your love for this person and it just they couldn't handle it it's a good feeling to know that you did everything in your power to make this relationship Mm -hmm. work so Mm -hmm. going to bed at night knowing that is a hell of a lot yeah. better than being on the other side. Avoid of it. the pettiness, go into it with happiness and respect. And that is it. You got this. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I know it kind of jumped all over the place, but I think that having these sister one-on-one talks, we actually end up talking about things we didn't realize we were going to chat about. And maybe you guys picked up on some better advice than we normally give. Um, you can always follow us at Unwax Podcast. At, on our Instagram, you can find us on Twitter, which we barely use. My fault. Also, submit your bedtime stories, people. We want to bring that segment back and we want to hear your bedtime stories. So make sure you can DM them to us, write them in our email that's in our Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Happy Tuesday, and we will see you next week. Bye. From all of us here at the show, thanks for staying unwaxed. No! Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or PodcastOne.com. Follow your hosts at Sophia Stallone and at Sistine Stallone. And be sure to follow the show at Unwaxed Podcast. We'll see you next week.